Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie here at First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota, and I'm glad that you could join me for this episode. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about some of the exciting things that happened this past week in the life of the church and let you know of upcoming opportunities, because part of the reason this podcast exists is to let you know what's going on, hence the name. Uh, And so we do that partially because it's It can be easy to think that if you don't see the things that are happening in the church, to believe that nothing is happening, and that just could be further from the truth. So we want to give you that opportunity to hear about what's been going on, and also to invite you to participate in what is going on and what is yet to happen. Uh, One of the things that we are really looking at uh, this fall as part of our goals is to really be building up the community of the church once again. Uh, The world changed after COVID, and and part of that change has been sort of missing out on some of um, the things that we do together and really seeing that as a priority. I mean, it's been really great to be able to worship in new ways and and to have the convenience to worship uh, from home when that, that works for people, but um, we also know that part of the value of church is what we do together and and worshiping together and serving together and investing in each other's lives, um, that that's a valuable part of who we are and what we do. And so uh, that's one of the things we're going to be looking at uh, this fall. And, and you're going to see things that are uh, that are fellowship oriented, that are really just meant to be community building for you to get to know one another again, to be uh, to meet new people, and to really just, again, build up the faith community that we have together. One of the ways that we did do that this past week was that we hosted a mom's night out. Uh, we <clears throat> invited the moms who have children and youth that are active in our children and youth programming here at the church, particularly those who have children and youth act- active on Wednesday nights during the school year, One, we wanted them to uh, have a night off. Uh, I don't know about you, but moms are busy and moms are often uh, guilty of taking care of everybody else but themselves. And so we saw that and we saw a possibility of of a way for uh, some connection and community to be developed. And so we invited those moms out for a nice meal, for an activity, and and gave them even little self-care bags uh, to take home with them and and help them know that when we see them, we value our moms. We value and see uh, the tensions and struggles that they live with as they are raising a family. And so we talked about that. We talked about Um, the ways that the church is looking to help meet them uh, in the needs that they have and meet where they are. Uh, And Wednesday night service is one of those things. It's one of the realities that we saw was that families were really pulled in a lot of different directions. And what could we do to help make sure that discipleship and faith foundation uh, was attainable for our families? And Wednesday night worship was one of the ways that we we thought that we could meet that need. A lot of our families have been able to be here on Wednesday nights due to, uh, in particular, to the school system not having uh, scheduling activities on Wednesday nights. And so we figured, we know that they're here. Let's let's uh, let's create an opportunity for them to be able to worship together as a family. Um, and so that was a really fun night. Our mom's night out. <clears throat> we did uh, string art as part of part of that and talked about 
uh, patterning our life on God's love. And it was really cool. And, and we're looking at, um, it was well received. We're looking at possibly doing kind of a quarterly event just for our moms. It probably won't be quite as involved as this one was, but just again, an opportunity for our moms to get out to, to have community with one another, to remember that we are not alone in what we're doing and the struggles and tensions that we face. Other families and moms are facing them as well. And that we have great resources here in the church, that we have moms with older children who can, who can uh, you know, be a resource and a, and a source of wisdom for our moms with younger children like me. Uh, and so we had 20, 20 parents come out, moms come out for that. And that was really fun. Uh, so that was last Wednesday. We also then did our vacation Bible school, which uh, Tiffany and her team do such an amazing, amazing job. We had about 50 kids uh, attend this year, which is wonderful. It was energetic and it was exciting and fun. Um, Abby Syme was kind of the leader for the opening and closing. And she was just, I she is in her element when she does stuff like that. And it's so fun to watch her and engage with those, those kids. And, and they were doing science experiments and it was really, a really a cool experiment, experiment, experience is what I wanted to say, <clears throat> but I want to give special shout out to all of the volunteers that helped set up, all the volunteers that helped plan for this, who did the different stations. Thank you to all the adults who came and offered, um, you know, to be volunteers, to be adult presence in the different areas. We can't do it without a whole bunch of people. Special shout out to Carol for feeding people. She had a bit of a, a bit of a miraculous moment in the kitchen. And she shared that on Sunday at, during our God moments where Friday night we were expecting to feed, I don't know, maybe 60 people uh, at the most. And we ended up feeding almost 80. And she said that we did not run out of food. We had plenty for everybody. Um, and that God just provided. And, and I just love that story because we were talking this week about how God's marvelous deeds continue to happen. And they do, as long as we're paying attention, God is doing good things. And so that was a really cool story. Um, but yeah, VBS was great. We had them in worship on Sunday for our nine o'clock service. The kids led all of the music and they did the actions and it was just super fun and super great. Uh, such a energetic, such a joyful uh, service and one of my favorites throughout the year that we get to do. So that was a big, big week for us at the church. Um, we had a lot going on. And then now we're gearing up because school starts next week, next week already. They're doing conferences this week. And so that's crazy. But that means that we're also on the verge of our new uh, schedule as well. So this coming Sunday, the 21st, is our final uh, Sunday where we have two services. So this Sunday, you can come at 9 and 10.30, and at both services, we're going to have the blessing of the backpacks. And this is something that we do to kick off the school year. We invite our children to bring their backpacks with them to church. One, let's show them off because they're awesome and, you know, why not why not show them off to people right but also um if you are a teacher if you're on faculty if you're staff if you are administration we want you to bring a bag as well and the reason we do that is we're going to invite you to come and we're going to bless you for the school year and give you something to attach to your bag as as a tangible reminder that you 
are going into this school year, not only with God's love and support, but with our love and support as well. Um, and so that's happening. Both services, you can come to either one and receive that. If you can't make it this Sunday, but you said, I really would love to have something like that. We're going to have them available. Just stop by the office. We'd be happy to give you uh, kind of the token that we have and, and bless you for the school year. And know that next week we'll be praying for all of our students and all of our teachers and faculty as they uh, kick off the new year. So that is <clears throat> happening this Sunday, the final Sunday of two services, which means that the 24th uh, next Wednesday is when we kick off our Wednesday night service and kick off 6.05. Um, so that's a little earlier than we've done it in the past, but we really wanted it to coincide with back to school, that you just get right in the rhythm right away the first week of school that we have school and then Wednesday night programming here at the church. Um, our musical programming is going to start after Labor Day, so in September. So if you're interested in joining any of the bell groups, any choir, um, praise team, you can talk to Sarah at any point and let, and let her know that you're interested in doing that. But those other ones, those that rehearse on Wednesday nights, they'll start in September. But our 605, our meal, um, our youth group uh, programming, that begins on the 24th. Confirmation is actually going to start in September. Those letters are going to be going out, I believe, this week uh, for our 7th and 8th graders because we are switching to a two-year format, which is a little bit different. Um, but we really have found that uh, we just don't have enough time to really dig into the things that we've wanted to dig into and do the things that we've wanted. And so uh, that's going to be something that's a bit of a change. I'm happy to discuss more about that uh, as we go on, but um, those letters should be coming out. If you are someone who has a child or a youth that is interested who has not been confirmed but is not in that age group, maybe they're a little bit older, who wouldn't necessarily be on our list, let me know. We'd love to have them. It's definitely uh, open to anyone. Um we just think anything younger than seventh grade is, is maybe a little too young to really kind of uh, appreciate what we're doing. <laughs> the seventh grade and eighth grade might be too young to appreciate everything, but sometimes you do things and then appreciate it later in life too. They're also going to be asking uh, for mentors in the church and, and they are ne they need to find a mentor who's not related to them. And so uh, prayerfully consider if a student has asked you to be their confirmation mentor. That's a really big deal to get asked. Um, that's not an easy thing for our students to do. Uh, and so please prayerfully consider doing that and uh, and coming the first night and learning more about what that means. But um, it's not an every week commitment. Um, we kind of have a rotation for how we do the mentors, but um, it's I just want you to know that it's a pretty big deal. Someone thinks of you and asks you to do that. Um, I hope that you prayerfully consider doing it. So <clears throat> the way the schedule is going to look on the first Wednesday night, the 24th, is you can come at five, starting from five to six-ish is when we're going to be serving a meal. Uh, and that is for everybody. The whole family can come for that. At 5.30, uh, will be the beginning of 605. And so if you have children that are in 605, you know, try to come maybe just a little bit earlier, let them get something to eat and then attend 605. You can either help with 605 or help with serving or sit down and have a meal yourself and have some fellowship with some other adults. I don't know about you, 
but I'm always uh, in need of conversa conversations with other adults um, as a parent. And so uh, there's opportunity for that at 615. 605 ends and worship will begin up in the sanctuary. 605 will end in the sanctuary and worship begins at that time. And so your kids are going to be already ready to worship. You don't have to move them. You don't have to go find them and get up there. You just meet them up there. And as I mentioned in church on Sunday, we, we want this worship service to be engaging for them. So one of the things that we're doing, let me grab it real fast. One of the things that we're doing is creating some opportunities for them to worship in new ways. And so we have some of these ribbons. If they're, we need to get more, we'll get more. I have more than one, I promise. Um, we'll have that available. Encouraging them to move during, during worship songs and things like that. Again, we want this to be something that they're excited about, that fills up their cup as much as it fills up your cup. And it is a real worship service. It's not, you know, like a kid's worship service. It's for the whole family. Um, and so, and don't forget, we're doing the kids mission offering as part of worship now so that our children learn that when they give to the church that really they're giving to make a difference in the world, um, that we we use that money to help make make um, the world a better place and to extend God's kingdom in the world. And, and so the mission offering that they give that goes into the buckets, they will get to decide what mission that goes toward. And 100% of it's going to go toward that. None of their money is going to go toward kind of our general operating budget um, because we're going to trust that that you uh, and the members of our church are covering that in their gifts and ties uh, but we want our children to to learn in giving that that uh, when we give uh, it makes a difference so that's the goal and purpose of the the youth offering it can be change change is fun because it's a metal bucket but it can be cash it can be checks it can be whatever and all of that is in the buckets goes uh is designated separately uh again so it doesn't go into our general budget at all um <clears throat> so wednesday nights worship is going to end around seven uh so it's going to be a slightly shorter service than our sunday services are and then uh, confirmation will follow. There's another belt group that's going to follow when they get going. And then youth group afterward. And we did that because we wanted, we knew for, for families with young children um, that worship would be the end of their night for them. And they can go home and get their kids to bed because it's Wednesday night and they have school the next day. And we know that our older kids can, are, can handle staying up a little bit later. Um, and so there's a little bit something for everybody. We, tr we tried our best to kind of coordinate everything so that everything uh, fits and, and works together and flows in a way that sort of makes sense. Uh, so hopefully that's what you find in the process. And then on August 28th begins one worship service on Sunday. And that worship service is going to be probably the best way to describe it musically would be blended. It's going to be a blended service. We're going to have a little bit of contemporary music. We're going to have some traditional hymns uh, and we're looking for some uh, special music. Our choir will be sharing there. Our bells will be sharing there. Our bells will be sharing on Wednesday nights as well in that worship service. But it's just going to be a little bit featuring all the wonderful gifts and talents that we have here in the church. Um, our Sunday service is the service that we're going to live stream and broadcast out. Um, and it's going to be um, 
the full hour service and, and again, something accessible for the whole family, uh, but a little more ooh, formal is not the right word because uh, I'm not a formal person. Um, slightly more liturgical, slightly more um, structured, I guess, would maybe be a more apt word to describe it. But we're trying things out and things are going to kind of uh, be fluid for a little bit until we find what works best for our church. And and uh, so we ask that um, you come and, and, and let us know what things do you really appreciate? What things are maybe not working as well that we can revisit and look at and, and talk about and work out together? Um, I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate... Um, people when they come in and, and visit with me about the things they're excited about and the things that they're nervous about or worried about or that they don't understand um, because then I can I can speak to that and and, and uh, share the thought process behind things maybe and find out areas where we didn't think about it oh we should have thought about that or areas where um, you have great ideas that we can take and adapt. Again, looking in the fall, we also have some more opportunities for you to get involved in small groups. Small groups are an incredible resource, incredible value, um, and really are where discipleship happens the most. And so we do have some people that have been involved in small groups and studies for years and years and years, and others who have kind of never been involved or don't really know what it's about. Or um, And so I, I want to put out just a couple of options for you. On Sunday mornings before worship, there's going to be a couple of studies that are happening. I think in September after worship, we will be doing a new members class, uh, but that won't start until after Labor Day. Um, and so if you're interested in joining the church or learning more about the United Methodist Church and our church in particular, let me know and we'll we'll get you uh, the information for that class. We've already got a, a nice group shaping up for that, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um. And then Tuesdays, I do a lunch study on Tuesdays because not, uh, because why not? Uh, why don't why not take an hour your lunch break, come eat with us, and and discuss different things. We're just going to be finishing up this next week. We've been reading this all summer. This is the books of the Bible. Last summer, many of you did our New Testament challenge, which was the same series. So my group has gone on and we began in Genesis and we've read Genesis through the book of Second Kings. Well, we will as of next week, uh, this whole book this summer. And that's been really fun covenant history, especially as we walked the summer uh, in, in worship through the uh, story of Moses and Exodus and and that and so we've gotten kind of the full context of that as we were reading through this but now we're going to be taking a little break because I will say that doing this is very intensive it's a lot of reading uh, before a class and so that can kind of put people off a little bit but we'd like to <clears throat> break that up before we do our next section of this and we're going to be doing a DVD series called NUMA excuse me, NUMA has a series that Rob Bell put out, gosh, it's probably been 20 years ago now, which, oh my gosh, dates me like a lot, totally fine, but it's so well done that it still stands the test of time, and it's, and, and these are individuals, so each week, um, they'll be their own, you can come one week, miss a week, come the next time, and, and they're not building on one another, um, and, and there's no homework required. You come, we'll watch a video and then discuss kind of the topic from the video. 
Um, they're all biblically based. Rob Bell is just an incredible communicator and presenter of the gospel. Uh, and so I'm really excited about this. So that's going to start, let's see, uh, August 30th. And we'll maybe do that for a month or so. Uh, maybe a little bit longer. We'll see. Uh, but you are invited. You're also invited to join us anytime as, as even if you haven't read the book to just join in on the discussion. We'd love to have you. That is every Tuesday at noon, uh, noon to one. And so those, and then we also have, um, Carla Hummel is doing a new small group called Bibles and Brews. And I know that there's been some discussion about that within the church and, 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 having different uh takes on are we promoting drinking in this series and, and the answer is no um you do not have to have a brew in order to go to discuss the bible um the idea is this is going to be a small group that is meeting outside of the church with the idea of reaching new people the idea of being a witness to people that we would never encounter if we just stayed in the church all the time but imagine going to someplace um, and hearing people talk about scripture in a way that that is um, authentic and real. Um, and and that's what we're hoping for, is that through this, we will actually um, be a good witness in the community, that people maybe come to find us that, that never would have otherwise. And also, for a lot of people, it's just super intimidating to be in the church building. Um, and so to meet somewhere else and to feel that it's not so uh scary um that it, it you know that 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 that's a good group for them again it is not necessary to drink although it will be um available uh the idea again is to how do we how do we go out into the world how do we get beyond our four walls and how do we help people that maybe for whatever reason um, it's just too intimidating to come to a Bible study in the church on a Sunday or a Tuesday, um, but still need community and still want to step into that world. Um, this is a good first step for them. Um, and so if you have questions about that, please let me know. Please come talk to me and share share your thoughts. But but um, know that that we do this with the with the hope and with the understanding that, you know, we follow in the line of John Wesley, who went out and met people where they were. He preached in the fields while people were working. He went out into the world um, to meet people and to help people come to know Christ. And, and that's really what we're trying to do as well, as well as, as pick up the people that are here that maybe feel intimidated. And we want this to be an accessible, approachable group for them. So that is happening in September. If you're interested in that, um, contact Carla Hummel for that. Um, yeah, there's, like I said, there's just a lot going on. Um, we're going to be doing a short sermon series as we kick off this Wednesday night service uh, called Plugged In. And it's all about, again, plugging into Christ, plugging into the community of faith, plugging into um, service, and really, again, centering our lives, patterning our lives on Christ, making sure that that is, that we are plugged into the source of our faith, that we, that, that through Christ, we do all things, um, instead of we do all things. And if there's anything left over, we offer that to God. So I'm really excited. I, I feel like 
things are moving. I will tell you that I, I, I am running from place to place and things are good and busy and that's the way I like it. So let's keep that up. No, please, please know that if you are in need of prayer, um, if you are in need of a visit to let me know, I'm never too busy, uh, to be meeting you in your need as well. That's something that, that I, I get when I'm visiting people is, well, I know you're busy. I know you have your kids. Well, my kids are in daycare when I'm at work, um, for the most part. Uh, and so, uh, if you, if you need pastoral care, I, I want to be here for you. And, and if you need prayer, know that, that is never a burden to me. That is a joy for me to be praying for you and to be with you in your times of need. And so please never hesitate to let us know. Please, please, please. Um, it it It's an honor to get to be with you in that way. Uh, and, and it kind of bums me out when I don't. So um, don't bum me out, please. <laughs> uh, but no, I, there's, there's just a real strong sense um, in, in our culture, especially in the upper Midwest, where we don't want to be a burden or a bother. Um, but you're not a bother. It's quite literally part of my job. And the part that I love to do the most is to be with people and to remind them that they're not alone and that to offer God's prayer for them. Um, and so it really, it it's something that I love to do and want to do and want to do for you. Um, so please don't ever hesitate to let us know. Well, I think that's all I have for this week's episode. Um, join me again next week as we we will be kicking everything off. Uh, until then, I hope to see you soon in worship and God bless. Thank you for joining us on this episode of What's Going On, a video and audio podcast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. We'd love to have you join us for worship on Sundays, and we have two options available. 9 a.m. is our contemporary service, and 10.30 a.m. is our traditional service. You can find those online as well at our website, www.firstumcyankton.org, or on YouTube.